This show is sponsored by the National Association for Primary Education. Hello, my name is Mark Taylor and welcome to the Education on Fire podcast. The place for creative and inspiring learning from around the world. Listen to teachers, parents and mentors share how they are supporting children to live their best authentic life and are proving to be a guiding light to us all. Hello, welcome back to the Education on Fire podcast. Thanks so much for joining us today. I'm joined by Theo Knott and he's from nesta.org.uk and he's going to be chatting to us about classroom change makers. And I'm excited about this because it gives you the opportunity, one, to get involved yourselves in what they're doing and also you have the opportunity to earn a little bit of money for you and your school and share some of the great practices that you're doing. So Theo, thanks so much for joining me today. No problem at all and thanks for having me on. So why don't we start, um, if people haven't heard about Nesta and certainly how the classroom change makers fits into that a little bit of background yeah absolutely and it's not always immediately obvious um what nesta does because we we do work in quite a lot of areas so just to give you a bit of background um nesta is a charitable foundation and we like to think of ourselves as an innovation foundation which means uh turning basically bold ideas into reality for the public good um that's what we've got as a kind of strap line of things like that but when i'm trying to explain it to, to my grand or something like that so we try and make it a bit more easily accessible i'd like to think of it as we're sort of an ideas factory so those bright ideas that you have when you're walking down the street when you wake up when any time of day you might have them we're kind of a way where you can take those bright ideas and actually make them a reality um, which is an incredibly exciting place to be so do this in many many ways which i won't kind of bore you with all of them at the moment um, but we do all sorts of things to try and kind of reach that goal of social good and changing lives from running award programs which is basically classroom change makers which i'll talk about in a moment um, to getting the public to submit ideas um, to grant funding fledgling innovation to things like 100 day challenges where we um, actually go and talk to kind of practitioners in the field so particularly in our work in health and actually get them to identify a problem then do some kind of rapid fire innovation to try and test some new ways to improve the situation Um, so not only do we use kind of a wide variety of methods to try and uh, innovate things for public good but we also do it in quite a lot of different areas a number of priority areas of which education is one so in addition to education we also do work in health, uh, the creative economy, arts and culture, government innovation, and then also innovation policy more widely. So that's what Nesta does as an organisation. And then if I uh, talk a little bit about what the education team does specifically. Um, So we work in three main areas in education, um, which we call strands. And this is predominantly for 11 to 18 year olds. Um, And those are snappily titled broader, smarter and fairer. So I'll give you a quick overview of what those are. Um, So Broader is looking at uh, basically the idea that in the future, learners are going to need the opportunity to hone those wider set of skills than uh, things that you learn through rote and and things like that. So we're talking about social and emotional resilience, creativity and problem solving, those wider portfolio of skills that kids are going to need in an ever-changing world, a technologically uh, developing world where you're going to need to probably have several different careers. So our work in that area is about giving young people the opportunity to learn and hone those skills. Um, and we do this in a variety of ways. So we've got um, a program called Maths Mission, which is a series of pilots aiming to find new ways to improve problem solving and math skills. And also various grant funds that I talked about, such as the Solving Together Fund. So that's a 40,000 pound fund uh, to support two 
high potential early stage interventions to improve parental engagement in maths and outcomes for secondary students. So there's a whole kind of range of work around that. And actually classroom change makers, which I'll talk about in a minute, is very much in the kind of wheelhouse of those broader sets of skills. Um, we also have our smarter work. So that um, is looking at how we can use new technology, um, edtech technology to improve student outcomes and also lighten teacher workloads. So our big piece of work in that is I think it's a three and a half million pound collaboration with the Department for Education here in the UK, uh, basically operating what we're calling an edtech test bed. So that's taking um, 30 different edtech products and kind of new edtech ideas and putting them into schools to try and build the evidence base around their success uh, to try and see what's really working in terms of of, uh, benefiting students and teachers and then hopefully taking that learning and being able to really improve the edtech scene and then there's the fairer strand which is what i'm program manager for um, and that's looking at how we get young people from underrepresented groups so particularly people from disadvantaged backgrounds and girls how we give them a great computer science education and wider tech education and get them in the tail end into the option to get into technology jobs um, and classroom change makers which is the program that i came on today to have a bit of a chat about um, is a kind of collaboration between two of those areas that I mentioned, so fairer and broader. And it's an award for teachers who have come up with interesting and bright ideas on how to give young people the chance to get creative and solve problems in maths and computing lessons. And as I said, uh, we know that these skills, creativity, problem solving are absolutely vital and things that are going to be ever more relevant to modern work uh, where kind of human creativity is very much that differentiating factor between that and a lot of the older jobs. Um, so we've got that and also the fact that uh, maths and computer science are I think two of these subjects where that kind of broader set of skills like creativity and being able to solve problems is going to be so vital um, in solving the kind of major challenges that we have today. So classroom change makers is encouraging teachers to apply uh, with their ideas on how to get kids to be creative and solve problems in their lessons and we are offering 15 teachers a reward of £5,000 for their ideas that can be reinvested back into their classroom. Um, we're also giving them an expensive paid trip to an award ceremony in London here in April. We really want to recognise teachers for the great work that they do every day um, and also in addition to the award ceremony we are going to be collating all of these great ideas into a final report to be published at the end of the programme and we're really hoping to use that as a staging post to hopefully test some of these ideas more, spread that learning throughout the teaching uh, profession and ultimately really we hope improve the way that creativity and problem solving um, is, is taught in maths and computer science. So that's a bit of an overview of the programme. Um, so um, yeah, basically the, the awards are open for a few more weeks until uh, March the 2nd. Um, so any teachers in maths and computer science, please do apply. If you've got a bright idea, we definitely want to hear from you. Fantastic. I mean, the thing I love the most about all of that is that this podcast is specifically about sharing creative and inspiring things that are going on. And what I like specifically is the fact that it's not just about talking about these things. It's actually something which people are either doing already, which they can share, which is exactly what the Classroom Changemaker is all about, um, but also that you can then do something with it and maybe implement it in some way and support people to do that. And I think that's the step that's often missing from a lot of the education dialogue that goes on these days. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that was kind of the, the key thing for us. I mean, with things like this, it's, it's kind of based on a few assumptions when you're designing a program. For, for us, it, one of the main ones is that we truly believe that teachers are doing really interesting and innovative things in the classroom that 
is not necessarily recognized from the wider community or maybe even teachers themselves don't recognize that they are actually doing these incredibly interesting innovative things on the ground every day so being able to take some of that learning and actually spread it across the profession i think could be such a valuable tool um, both in terms of maybe kind of giving other teachers direct ideas on how to do some of these things but also just as kind of a way to I guess inspire them to be able to maybe take on some of this learning and also just share their ideas with the wider profession as you say um as i say our belief is that teachers are doing these kind of amazing things in the classroom every day so if we give them a conduit to try and get some of that learning out i think it's for everyone's benefit longer term and this is specifically for maths and computer science but you said sort of the overall umbrella of nesta it has a sort of a cultural and an artistic side to it as well so um why specifically sort of hone down on those two areas which which you said is obviously important for the future but as opposed to sort of incorporating a slightly wider scale of subjects yeah um, absolutely i think when we were coming up with this program we were initially thinking whether to kind of have the wider stem or steam uh, subjects and things like that um, but as you mentioned for us <clears throat> we are keen first and foremost to really look at i think two of these subjects where the idea of creativity in particular is not recognized as it should be um, a lot of my experience work-wise in the past has been around computer science and i still think there's that pretty inaccurate um, belief from a lot of people that it's quite a dry subject that's something where you learn the kind of coding by rote you learn things that don't really allow you to use creativity so a mass i think that kind of legacy around mass in that sense is probably being uh, dissolved a bit over time but i still think it's there as well so whereas with some of the wider uh, subjects in the curriculum particularly when you get into arts and i'd say social sciences a bit more there is kind of a, a belief that they are more creative and allow you to kind of use those skills a bit more i still think there's a bit less of that belief when it comes particularly to computer science and math so we were keen to try and uh, basically change the narrative a bit when it comes to two of these subjects so in the future i think it's something we consider um, definitely probably expanding these awards out but for the first iteration of classroom change makers we're really keen to try and address some of those pretty inaccurate thoughts that some people have around uh, creativity and maths when it comes to these subjects and uh, i guess the, the the proof of that will be from the the 15 people that you actually then end up selecting because you won't know exactly what that looks like until you 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 get the experience of seeing what what they are i mean if you've got any expectations of what it might look like or is it really sort of um sort of an open door of of anything that's possible it's yeah very much an open door as you say um if people do want to go to the the, the page we've got on the nesta website which is nesta.org.uk uh, slash project slash classroom change makers and that's all one word we have got an faq section which does um identify some of the kind of ideas that might be suggested and that was kind of formed through some surveying and research that we did prior to the program launching seeing that what is actually going on in this space um so we've got some ideas down there such as kind of gamifying uh, master computer science to or getting using project-based learning in order to let young people kind of think through a problem from beginning to end also things like involving kind of employers and linking in um, the subjects to real world skills so we've got a few kind of broad ideas of what we'd expect to get back but honestly at this stage um, we just want to hear ideas um, with the awards the kind of by Nesta standards, uh, kind of, the, I'd say the burden of proof with these ideas is slightly lighter than in, the, in a lot of our programs. So, 
um, the kind of uh, only thing that teachers need to have done with these ideas is to have tested them once in the classroom and also have some uh, be able to apply with three main questions that we're asking basically around what their idea is, kind of how impactful it was maybe on that one time that they used it or if they've used it more frequently and also their inspiration behind it. So this first stage really is just about collating ideas and to try and test those a bit more. Um, obviously, as I mentioned, we're hoping to do some more in the future once the initial award stage is closed. But we've also got um, an expert judging panel of two computer science specialists, two math specialists who will be going through uh, the shortlisted applications and just kind of seeing how rigorous some of these ideas are and how they may, may be able to be scaled and things like that in the future. So um, yeah, it really at this stage, it's, it's about getting those ideas in. And I think once you've got those ideas in, you can then think a bit more in the future about maybe some of the more kind of evidence-based rigorous things around it. I think one of the things that struck me, I mean, Back in um, two or three se um, series ago on on the podcast, I did a, a couple of focuses on the Apps for Good program, which was then mainly focused very much on primary. Um, but what I loved about that, which I hadn't quite understood when I first um, was asked to get involved in it, was the fact that the starting point was how can you make change? What is it in your life that you want to try and affect? And the developing the apps and the ideas came from there. And I, and I think when you start thinking of those things in that way, that's where, like you say, the dryness disappears because the the use of computer science, the computer, the use of mass, the use of, of everything that goes into creating something related to that, whether it's an app or, or however it works in, in, in your school, actually then has a purpose in a way that changes your... I guess your belief structure about what the subject's all about, let alone how you then take that forward. Yeah, I completely agree. And um, also with Apps for Good specifically, just uh, that kind of model that they have and that sort of thinking behind it is, is just a great example, really, for others working in this space. And um, yeah, I think it really is about changing changing the perceptions around some of these things and the kind of outside of the classroom change makers work. The, the program that I lead at Nestor is very much about attracting a diverse range of young people to tech careers and also computer science. And so much of that is about kind of changing in ingrained beliefs, basically. Like one of the kind of secondary hypotheses that we're testing through this program is that the belief that by kind of teaching a broader range of skills in a subject, you're probably likely to attract a broader range of students to taking it. And that sort of thinking where you can make a subject appeal to a much wider cohort of students is it, so important, um, particularly in the computing space, where we're still in a situation where I think it's 12% of A-level computer science students are girls, which is completely unacceptable situation to be in and one that not only is it just bad in the education sector but it's really bad for the the world the country at large going forward because if you're having 10 12 percent of uh, kind of computer science graduates or whatever being being girls then that means that you're not having technology designed for the kind of everyone you're not having technology designed for for women you're not having all of these things that happen, this knock-on effect that you can have. So by hoping to break down some of these kind of uh, perceived wisdoms that we have now in education at an earlier on stage, I think it can have a really good long-term effect, hopefully on how computer science, computing, jobs in tech, maths are perceived maybe a bit further on down the line. And how do you perceive the actual curriculum itself to be a help or a, a hindrance in, in that and the reason I think about that is because our youngest child is just in the process of taking uh, options um, and it's interesting you know 
the the formulaic way of you can only take one subject from one box and that immediately got rid of certain things that she couldn't do whether she was interested in it or not um and then beyond that when there's maybe a couple of subjects or three subjects in a box that she's not particularly sure which one it's going to be you then sort of deep dive into what the actual curriculum content is and it's very interesting at that point when the the subject was something that you might be interested in but the way that it's delivered or the actual part of it that's within the curriculum was a bit of a kind of no nah, actually I don't fancy that um and and I think that was really interesting because it needs to be assessed it needs to have an exam at the end of it in the current way that we do these things but at the same time that does also sort of limit I think um some people's access to these subjects yeah, I mean, I mean, there's definitely issues around that. And again, I, I go back to computing as an example, but anecdotally, there's a lot of evidence that it's often kind of as an option up against not just kind of other science subjects. Now we've got kind of a world with triple science and things like that, but it's kind of, you know, computing against a whole raft of art subjects or it's kind of you either do computing or, and then you can't do maybe several other subjects that have a longer reputation that students might want to do. So there are definite issues around that. And I mean, in terms of cur curriculum change, um, I mean, Nestor has been proud in the past to work in trying to improve the curriculum. Um, we were one of the first organizations who called for computing to be added to the curriculum, and which it then was, which has definitely improved the quality of the courses. But there now kind of needs to be a longer battle in making sure that the people taking those courses are kind of equitable and representative of society. And I do think in, in that respect for it, there's there's a lot more to be done undoubtedly um and issues around kind of options and things like that i think are part of the problem but trying to tackle some of those ingrained issues is, is something that we're hoping to do that we're trying to do but i think it's probably part of a bit of a longer term process at the moment yeah i, th I think that's definitely it and um and what you're doing is actually giving us a, a window into seeing exactly what's involved and and the things which hopefully would be very inspirational for people and actually then might just give them that slight mind shift as well. And and I think, like we say, sharing these things that are actually practically happening yeah. are, are, are key to all of that. So why don't you just give us a list of, of the key dates that people need to be aware of? We need to remind them there's a £5,000 um, award here as well, which is obviously going to be um, very, very important. And just an idea of maybe how much time's involved and, um, and like I say, those key dates that people need to be aware of to, to try and take part. Yeah, absolutely. So the closing date for Classroom Changemakers is on Monday, March 2nd at 9am. Although, honestly, if you get if you get your application in a few hours after that, I'm sure we'll still consider it. Um, from that point on, we will then be shortlisting down to 30 entrants over the uh, following week in a bit. And then, as I mentioned, we've got an expert panel of uh, a couple of computer science specialists, a couple of math specialists. And we will then be taking those 30 shortlisted to, and uh, kind of whittling it down to 15 to identify uh, the 15 classroom change makers and as you mentioned um, there's, there's a lot of benefit for teachers and also schools and students by applying to this so the the main kind of uh, prize is those 15 teachers will get five thousand pounds for them to invest back into their departments how they see fit and in terms of kind of what we want from that it's very much that we'll do some follow-up calls a few months later to see how the money has been spent and it will have to be in maths or computer science programs at the school but we're leaving it up to the teachers from 
around that point. This whole program is based on the premise that teachers know what they're doing. They have great ideas. So we want to see what teachers will actually do with this £5,000. And undoubtedly, we think it'll have a good effect on students and hopefully be able to improve and maybe kind of increase how some of these ideas that we're generating are actually used in the classroom. In addition to that, um, we will also be hosting a, uh, a final awards event in London on uh it will be, I think it's Friday, the 24th of April from Recollection, um, and we'll be paying for classroom cover if necessary for that, for the winning teachers and their plus ones. Um, we'll also be paying for travel for them to get to the event and back again. And that's really a chance for the teachers to share some of the ideas. We'll have some keynote speakers on the stage um, talking about a probably education and innovation and how teacher innovators actually come up with some of these great ideas in the space. And also at that same event, uh, we'll be launching the final report, which will be put together from the ideas that we generate through Classroom Changemakers. And as I talked about in the beginning of the interview, that's really the starting point, hopefully, for some of these ideas to get a bit further in the teaching profession wider and maybe inspire some others to use some of these methods to improve how we deliver creativity and problem solving skills in these key subjects. So uh, just to reiterate again so 2nd of March that's when the deadline for applications is uh, we should be getting back to the 15 winners on the week commencing the 16th of March after that we'll be doing some case study interviews with the winners and then on the 23rd of April or sorry the 24th of April on the Friday that's when we'll be hosting the uh, final awards event for that and just if um, people are interested in applying um, as I say it's, it's a pretty light touch application process so the main thing that we'll be looking at is about half an hour's time commitment to answer three main questions and that's on your idea what it is, uh, who it's geared towards, is it computing or maths based, then be looking at the impact that your idea has had so far. And again, the burden of proof is pretty light. It only needs to have been used once. We just want to get the ideas mainly. So how uh, your idea has impacted students so far. And then finally, looking at uh, the inspiration behind your idea. Was there a need that you identified in your students? Uh, was there something that you really wanted to do, like attract a broader range of kids to your subject um, that inspired you to come up with this idea? Was there something like that that really kind of made you feel like I need to do this and I want to apply for this award to be able to maybe do it a bit more in the future? So for more information on Classroom Changemakers, um, as I say, the information is on the Nesta website and that's nesta.org.uk slash project slash classroom hyphen changemakers. And if you uh, just want to Google classroom changemakers, it should be the main thing on the list there. But just the website again is nesta.org.uk slash project slash classroom hyphen changemakers. That will have all the information you need. That will also have a link to our applications page, which is on uh, a program called Submittable. So all you need to do for that is just put in your email address and a couple of details. Then you can put in your application. As I say, it's half an hour, but if you do want to do that in chunks, you can save your application, uh, finish up applying it. Just make sure it's in by the 2nd of uh, March on the Monday. Uh, if there's any other questions around this, I'm happy to field them. We've got an, an inbox for this, so classroom change makers, and that's all one phrase at nesta.org.uk. So feel free to get uh, any questions over for us if you have them. And also, again, that information is on the Nesta 
website. So please take a look. If you've got great ideas, please apply. If you've got friends who are teachers, colleagues who are teachers, who you think might be worth signposting this to, then please do that as well. And we hope to get your ideas on the second. Fantastic. I, I love the fact that you've covered every base. You know, you, you're covering the expenses. There's a chance to to be a trailblazer and, and support your school and, and be a guiding light to these things. Plus, obviously, the, the five thousand pounds as well. There's there's a it's win 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 all the way. And um, <laughs> and, and, and I, I think that's fantastic. And you've got all the dates there. We'll make sure so that all those dates and the websites and all that are on the show notes as well, which will be available at educationonfire.com. And um, yeah, thanks very much, Theo, for chatting to us. And also, I look forward to sort of following this up and actually keeping an eye on all those things and maybe we can have a chat again when we've got a winner and um and you've actually had the final event yeah i'd be absolutely delighted to and as i say kind of getting this information these teachers and the bright ideas they have out there is is absolutely key uh, for the reasons we discussed so hopefully speak to you again and thanks for the time thanks for listening to the education on fire podcast for more information of each episode and to get in touch go to educationonfire.com Education is not the filling of a pail, but the lighting of a fire.